This episode of the Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots. Whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. Head on over to thirdassist.com and use the promo code TPC10 for 10% off any gift for your family or yourself this holiday season. Remember, TPC10 for 10% off of any gift. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're back, baby. Let's buckle up. Let's get after it. All right, before we get into the quick game recap for the Vegas Golden Knights game, uh, obviously the big news from the Pittsburgh Penguins is Chris Letang had a stroke on Monday. Uh, and uh, it's it's not long-lasting effects, um, but we just want to give our... Um, our T's and P's, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, you know, sending our prayer. Well, I don't want to make him sound like he's dead, Josh. So no, but it's gonna it's gonna be a slow process Recovery. back to him getting on the ice. Hockey, yeah. hockey speaking. I mean, like you said, it doesn't he doesn't have any serious uh, after effects in terms of yeah. his overall physical health, but in terms of hockey, strictly hockey, because we're not medical professionals. We're not. It, we're, I don't think we're going to see him for a while. So I know for athletes, it's a mental battle not being yeah. on the ice or field or court, whatever field, you know, whatever is your domain. Yeah. So, you know, just uh, just thinking about him and uh, hey, for a speedy recovery. We're sending our prayers towards uh, the Latang family. Yeah. Hope to see you back on the ice soon, 58. All right, the Pittsburgh Penguins took on the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Uh, we won this game, Joshua. We won 4-3. to three. Pittsburgh coming off looking pretty good. First thoughts off the dome. What do you got? Yeah, uh, one of those games where it was, you know, you look away for a little bit and you miss something, but at the same time, you, you kind of aren't anticipating much action at the same, you know, that same moment that you're, you look away for a second. The first period quickly, uh, not, not a big fan of it. Didn't think we played too, too well, but uh, I believe we bounced back in the second and played a lot better. We're able to carry over the momentum from the second into the third and then that third uh some of the best hockey i've seen in a while from the penguins oh yeah yeah penguins looked absolutely phenomenal then uh but let's oh oh, no i'm sorry and just just to finish it just quickly the end of that game i was sweating bullets because the vegas had the puck in the in our 
zone forever and Jari just kept coming up with big saves so yes yeah and that was kind of what we've been saying is that he's been getting better at his rebound control so if he was playing like he was in our losing streak where pucks would just bounce off his chest we would have lost that game but he kept the puck in and it was great josh let's get into some scoring how about that all right first period jack eichel opens up the scoring about four minutes in then riley smith later in the period um scores golden knights go up 2-0 at the end of the first in the second it was where the penguins took over brock mcginn scores about three minutes in and then later in the period ricard raquel scores um so that's 2-2 going into the third shay theodore remember him yeah he scores a power play goal then jake ensel scores a power play goal and then Kasperi Kapanen scores to, to kind of finalize it, put the dagger in. We win 4-3. Pretty good game there. Now, some mentional, some mench in a bull. I'm struggling there, Josh. Is that, that sounds right? like that sounds like a real word. Some, uh, maybe not, actually. I, no. I take that back. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Uh something to mention. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Like it. Um, the the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins had a, a penalty kill streak of 19 penalty wow. kills. That sadly comes to an end today with the second goal of the game from Golden Knights, which was a power play goal. Then they scored another power play goal later on. So they they scored two out of the three power plays, yeah. Golden Knights. So not a good look for the Penguins penalty kill today. But, hey, it had to come to an end. They couldn't be. That's true. They were, they were perfect since Bluger came back, which was that wild. That is true. Which is wild. Wild. Who knew Bluger would be the key to our penalty kill? But, but everyone, we were talking about that the whole the whole beginning of the season that he was out. Everyone was talking right. about it. That is we true. That is true. They didn't think they'd go on this stretch of 19 in a row, but. But sorry. before we get into, uh, you know, obviously our three on three. Our power play looking better, yes or no? It's it's on the uptick. It's it's going on the up and up. It's got a it's got an arrow going up, but it's not a it's not steep. Well, I would just like to mention we really suck right now as a power play. So literally there's only one direction but up. That's a good, fair point. So if you're like, eh, we're kind of on the incline, I'd be like, that's not good. I feel like we're on the up and up. We scored a power play goal, Josh. Let's take it. Let's let's covet sure. this. Let's covet this uh, Jake Ensel power play goal, which was a beauty of a shot, by the way. Um, yeah. Um, the whole play just, was a beauty. The whole the whole play was amazing. Um, Sidney Crosby looking good. Kasperi Kapanen flying out there gets one. You could see how much it meant to him when he scored that goal. Uh, not only because it was the game-winning goal, but Capitan needed a goal to kind of remain a penguin, I think. Um, I don't think I'm stepping too far out in hot take land to kind of say that. I think he needed a goal sooner rather than later to kind of keep him on this roster. Um, he was kind of a healthy scratch here and there. So that 
for him to get a goal, I think that kind of solidified his spot with the Penguins for a little bit. Not only did Kapitan play well, but we also had a lot of guys. I think we were four four lines deep today. I think we played really well. I think from the first line, Sid was flying, like I already mentioned. Even though Malkin kept on turning over the puck like a goon, like he always does, he was playing pretty well. Then you see even big Jeff Carter making moves out there. And then you see Archibald flying around like he always does, throwing bodies not only on the penalty kill, but on five on five. I think the Penguins looked really good. They were super close to playing a full 60 game, 60 minute game, excuse me. I knew what you meant. But I felt like they played like a, a 45 minute game. Like they were really good. They were two full periods were so good. The second and the third. The first period is kind of where they lacked. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, uh, due to technical difficulties on my part, we weren't able to get a uh, episode last, after last game. But that's right. I was talking about Archibald in that game. And I love the way that fourth line has been playing, uh, you know, just physical, but composed like Ooh, intentional nice. physicality but yeah. staying within themselves and i i feel like that's kind of what you want out of a lower line to just show their presence make plays don't have to score every time but just no. be there be on the puck be there on the man and make make something happen out of nothing and they do every time they're on the ice they they change not the momentum, because obviously that takes time, but like they start stuff. And you know, if, if you not, wanted to create like, like an embodiment of the third and fourth line, what they're supposed to do, just look at like Pascal Dupuy of Penguins Past. Sure. Always went into the corners, did what they had to do. Didn't wasn't necessarily the, the top goal scorer, but he made things happen so that way the puck could find its way in the back of the net. That's what you want your third and fourth line. They're not scoring, but what they're doing is setting the tone and creating an atmosphere so that way the first two lines can absolutely dominate. That's what you need from the third and fourth line, especially the fourth line. You want those guys to be energy guys going energy, on there. That's what I'm, yep. You, you want those guys to go out there, throw in their bodies, big hits. You want them to be shoving after the whistle, get the boys excited on the bench. You want them for the so that way when the first line comes on after you, Juice. amazing. It, they're all ready to go. They're hyped up. They're ready to play. That's what you're looking for in your fourth line. And I think that's what we saw today from the Penguins. The Vegas team just played really well. They kind of were matching us a little bit, but I think our fourth line played a a, a, a like a well-rounded game, like you were saying. Absolutely, and honestly, uh, unsung hero that. I didn't expect to be a starter was yeah. this uh, polling guy. Yeah, I think Poland is looking really good. Yeah, Killing. there's a little some tweaks in his game that obviously there's like turnovers and maybe bad positioning on his part. But other than that, I really believe he's a great asset but in the lower lines. Liner. Yeah, what, what I, know, you, I know. What, you, that, it's guaranteed for a fourth liner. Those things are going to happen. Same reason why Archibald has been bouncing around the league. Well, he hasn't really been bounced around the league, but well, he was I get on, what you mean. He was on two, three other teams before he came back to us. 
Was he? I thought he went directly to Edmonton and was there for a bit, and then he came back to us. We'll see. Anyway, right. John will we'll, look that up for us. Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, our whole, all that to say, I think we played a really good game today. Polling played well. I think everyone filled in their roles perfectly today. Now, what I want to see from that is better hockey play. But I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Let's do that in the three-on-three. Three. So that'll do it for the TPC quick game, semi-quick, quick game recap. All right, Lewis. Now it is time for the TPC overtime three-on-three three challenge. Challenge. I feel like I we need to make this a, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, need to make this a game show now. Well, um, not only that, it's because we hype it up so much, and then it's just us agreeing with each other for the yeah. same I really want us to come. Like that's why I feel like I have to go hot takes on the three on three, but I don't want to be a hot take guy. Yeah. So we just got to find something we disagree on. Everyone's just got to deal with it. But it's a three on three. Who knows what it'll be? I don't, I don't know Josh's. Josh doesn't know mine. I'm kind of taking your intro. Sorry. Go ahead. Go it's ahead. okay. Yeah. That's the thing. We go back and forth on our takeaways of the game. And I'm in a really good mood after this game. I got all positive stuff. Like, all so. positive. <laughs> so why? We're Actually, I don't. I don't. So. Yeah, I know you don't. Because uh, I know you. <laughs> There's no chance you have three positive. If you have three positive, to anyone out there, if Louie ever gives us three positives, you know what? That's the end of the show. We're done. No, like, no, no, no. no Whenever episodes. I give you three positives, it's one we wouldn't have still the cut. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's right. All right, go ahead. Josh, go you ahead. start us off. Um, my my first is a simple one. Just something that I've been noticing. Uh, I, I won't call this a win streak because we, we lost a couple. But just this, uh, you know, turnaround since yeah. uh, right before Thanksgiving. The four check has been fantastic. Love yeah. it. And even yeah. on... Even on like plays that sh like we screwed up, I believe it was Gino did a turnover, and I, I'm, I'm blanking on who it was now. But someone back checked and didn't was it prevent. Russ? It was Russ. It was Russ. Oh, you know the play I'm talking about. So it Russ prevented a possible goal on a two on one. Yeah. So like, yeah. There, there's been numerous occasions, and I know we're supposed to just be sticking to this game, but because we haven't been on for a while, I just want to say that this is something I've been noticing, where it's like, after turnovers, we're someone's getting back, and you know, if it's a if it's a two on one, someone's on the hip of that other guy, and preventing a pass, preventing a shot, contesting a shot. Whatever it is, it's great. And that's not even the only instance of the good forechecking. It's when they're dumping in the puck and they're, well, that's technically a back check, right? But whatever. It's fine. We know what you mean. We know it's what you mean. It's all the same. And I just, I love the hustle. I love it. And this is all part of Sullivan, which you wanted to fire earlier, but whatever. I never, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I never said to fire him. All I said was, is he on the hot seat? I never called for him. He's growing a beautiful mustache now. Love never want to fire him. So don't ever, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. I never said that I wanted to fire Mike Sullivan. Fine. You put him on the hot seat. Fine. I didn't put him on the hot seat. I said, is he on the hot seat? Never put him on there. 
Never, ever put him on the hot seat. He, right. he he's Fine. too to be You're on the hot warming seat. it up for him. We'll say yes. that. Okay. I'm sitting in the hot seat myself. <laughs> warming it up for him. But okay. he, doesn't, he doesn't sit there. Um, but that's been his MO. Speed with the with the forward check and the back check. Yes. Just uh so I just want to say that's my number one. Love seeing it. Lewis. My first is not a positive. <laughs> so surprise, my first, surprise. yeah, I know. First one. All right. Yes, we played a phenomenal game tonight. All right. I think. Well, I wouldn't say phenomenal because phenomenal would be like 4-0. But like a a we played a good game. This felt like kind of a playoff game, kind of. Um, but with that being said, I feel like we had a lot of opportunities that we missed. There were too many times that we were in their zone. We were just throwing pucks on that, which is good. Which kind of leads to my second one, which I'm not getting to. But we we kept on throwing pucks on that. And just a whole lot of nothing came from it. A whole lot of nothing. No plays were established, especially on our power play. We had a lot of power play opportunities tonight. And it was a lot of, it was, I think I tweeted a whole lot of nothing. It was just a whole lot of nothing out there. We were skating around, making it look, like Penguins are a team that makes it look like we're working really hard, but nothing comes of it. Like if you actually look at it, you're like, they're not doing anything. They're just skating really hard and like trying to set up a play, but it never, for, like it never creates, it never uh, um uh, sets up. And I think that's due to just missed opportunities. We're just missing that first pass. We're missing that, that one, like that, that soft touch that would bring it in front of the net that we could probably get a goal from. I don't know. I just feel like there's just so many missed opportunities throughout the game, not only just on the power play, but for me, it's missed opportunities. We got to control the game better. We got to settle it down and we got to keep the puck a lot closer to our chest. And, um, just just get it moving, you know? Just get it moving. Josh, what's your second? Well, I was going to say, do you want to go to your second since you said your first is kind of tied into it? Um, Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, so my second is we got to start throwing pucks on net. Um, especially in the first. Which they started to. They did. Later, tonight. later yeah. in the game. Later in the game. In the first game where we were sucking, all right, in the first period kind of i would say for 15 minutes we weren't playing well in those 15 minutes man all all this play would have been kind of resolved if we just started throwing pucks on net now i'm not talking about carelessly i'm not talking about like if it's a, a two-on-one you're just throwing a puck on net seeing what happens i'm talking about we get established in their zone maybe one or two passes throw the puck on net shoot the puck try to get a, a deflection type thing get a deflection get a, a, a like i talk about this all the time with jari get some rebound mm. off the goalie you know so many players are very smart uh like i said when you're skating down and the goalie is kind of hugging his left arm onto the left post and you're coming down on the right side of the, the ice you're going to shoot far side right to his blocker because that's the more open side once you do that, you do it lower, forces the goalie to do a butterfly stance, makes him leg pad kick off. The the player that's coming on a two-on-one with on the left side, and those of you who know who I'm talking about, 
what I'm talking about in hockey, you know exactly what I'm referring to. As soon as you shoot on net, you're forcing the goalie to basically pass it to your player. Easy one-timer. Usually the puck, the net is wide open. That's what you want to create. You want to create these kind of things uh, to kind of formulate, to kind of create a goal. Uh, I don't feel like the Penguins are doing that at all. I feel like we're trying to go in with cute passes and trying to set up something that's not even there in the first place. I think we need to start coming into the zone, establishing our domain. And what I mean by that is getting a guy down in front to screen the goalie, getting uh, the two defensemen at the blue line, the two forwards are constantly circling, and get that puck on net. Once you do that, I guarantee you, you're going to start seeing a lot more six goal games like the Penguins used to do because we'd be putting pucks on net. Josh, what is your second? Nice. Okay. I like it. It um, was a rant. It was a rant. It's okay. It was a good rant. It was a good coaching okay. rant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Sully would be proud. Sully would be proud. My second is another simple one. And it's another one that I've been seeing... Um, but haven't been able to talk about since we haven't been on the air. Sidney Crosby's leadership. It is evidently apparent his energy and the way that he dictates the game day in and day out. Every minute that he is on, or should say every second that he is on the ice, he is leading by example. The... The the point where I knew I wanted to talk about it tonight was yeah. the uh, Ricard Raquel goal. He battles for the puck in the corner, yep. wins it, and then perfectly passes it to, I believe, Gensel, who then passes it perfectly. It's a, a perf- like the one touch that I was referring to. Absolutely. Just awesome setup. But it all started with Crosby. And it that moment right there is small. And it's not technically, quote unquote, leadership. But it's it's leading by example. That, yeah, I yes, I am the captain. Yes, I am the guy. But I'm, I'm battling in this corner. I want this game. I want this game. I want this puck. This is my puck. Yeah. We're, get, we're getting a goal here. That's pretty much what he said. It's, it's, getting, it's not. Yeah, it's not only that. It's it's also. I talked about it when we were talking about the fourth line and it's creating an atmosphere. Sidney Crosby is the greatest example of this. Yes. He always goes on the ice. Now we can talk about him being the best hockey player in the world. That's great. That's awesome. Which is true. But something that's overlooked about Sidney Crosby is what he does without the puck to create the atmosphere. Yeah. To set up a play. Connor McDavid cannot do it. Alexander Ovechkin cannot do it the way Sidney Crosby does it. Sidney Crosby is not only back checking, he's not only trying to lift people's sticks to get possession back in the puck. He's also creating a play down in our own zone. So that way it would it would kind of be a precursor to what goes on into the offensive zone. Yeah. Sidney Crosby does so much work that it's so overlooked. I think Sidney Crosby is a great leader by example to set the atmosphere and set the tone in a matter of seconds. So I agree with I, you. Absolutely. No, and I you're you're saying it perfectly and just to just to elaborate even further, he picks his 
his points, his places on where and when he wants to do that, like a certain back check or, like you said, yeah. lifting the stick. And that's why I think that that goal, that Raquel goal, him battling was strategic because I think he saw where Gensel and Raquel were positioning themselves and was like, oh my gosh, if I win this right now, oh yeah, this, that's a goal. This could be a goal. Yeah, so that's I, an easy goal. That, that's what I mean. Like he sees things, like he's literally playing chess on the ice. While with, everyone's playing checkers. Yes. 100%. And that's why, like, it's not only just, that's why you don't see him doing that every time. He's not back checking every time, not lifts, lifting sticks every time. He's waiting to see where everyone is and then saying, oh, okay, we're getting in position. Let me go do something real quick. Let me see if I could get this puck and generate and, and, something. And I just want to piggyback off that. This is also what is a cycle of what we're referring to when the fourth line is out there being proactive. Because what they're doing right before Sid hops on the ice is setting the tone for Sid. Yeah. So now Sid is saying, okay, I could be a little more aggressive now. I could be a little more physical. True. I could be a little more aggressive with the puck. And I feel like it's all a cycle. So it's, hey, how's our defense doing? Jari's going to play better. If our Jari's going to play better, it's going to lead to our fourth line being a little more aggressive and not just playing back. Okay, so now that's setting a precursor for Sidney Crosby to come on out and be really good, which sets up a goal, which also makes Malkin want to play better because he's on the second line. And next thing you know, we have four lines cycling, being their best that they can because there's a, there's an atmosphere and tone established by certain players. So Sidney Crosby is one of those guys who sets the atmosphere and tone. Absolutely, yes. Um, so with that, I will move to my third. And my third Do is it. a little, little unique. Uh-oh. Uh, I told Louie that uh, I need to apologize to a player. I didn't say yeah, this. That's all, be- yeah, that's yeah. all you gave me. Yeah. That's, so, so I have no idea what you're doing. He didn't know when I was going to do it. He kind of kind of set me up to do it in the quick game recap, but I told him to keep going. There is a player that I did not think was going to make the starting roster this year. As a starter, oh, yeah. I, obviously I knew he was going to make the team. Uh, I didn't think they were going to send this player down to the AHL. There's no chance that he was going to have another year in the AHL. So I was a little surprised to see that he made the starting lineup. So, and then he had a little trouble in the beginning of the year, and I started calling him out. Yeah, yeah. And these last few games, I mean, even tonight, I saw glimpses where I was like, this guy could be something special. He's an offensive defenseman, number 73, P.O. Joseph. I am sorry for not giving you enough time to adapt to the NHL, but clearly you belong, and clearly you are the future of our defense. Can I hop in here? Absolutely. Take it away. I think I should, I think I should also apologize. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> Because you bring up a great point. He played really great today. <laughs> like, Did you see some of that the offensive moves that he was doing? He was beating some of our forwards down on the ice. Like, he's fast. He could yeah. move. Now, I, do, I, I, I should apologize. P.O. Jo- I've been hard on P.O. Joseph. Probably more than you. <laughs> yeah. And that kid, I say kid. But yeah. he's like, what, 25 or something? Close. 
Yeah, Got whatever. It. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't Been, matter. Yeah. It does. It really doesn't matter. Anyway, he stepped up when Latang is not there. Mm-hmm. He played at like you would think Dumoulin should step up. He's got the A in his chest now. He needs to start playing a little better. He didn't. P.O. Joseph. P.O. Joseph stood uh, He walked right up to the plate and basically hit a home run playing defense today. So, P.O. Joseph, I apologize as of right now until you do something absolutely stupid. <laughs> and then I'm going to be all over you, okay? This goes for any Penguin except for Sidney Crosby. You guys did great today. So, you get... All everyone gets a juice box after the game. Good job, guys. But next time, everyone's getting like a lime slice. Okay. If Ooh. you mess up, you get a lime slice. Not a lemon slice. I know what I'm talking about. A lime slice. A little sour for you. You know? That's all you get. Anyway. Apologize, P.O. Joseph. You played a great game today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I can say anything more. I agree. Uh you I agree just, about I, the juice box thing and the lime thing? Oh, well, I mean, use your analogies however you want to use them. But I I just, I felt like I saw glimpses of, like, hope for the future. (laughs) For our defense. (laughs) Well, no, but not, just, like, honestly. Like, we have no youth on our team. He's he's legitimately our only rookie. And I think it would be really sweet if we're able to pair him with the guy we actually drafted this year. I'm blanking on his name now. It's something with a P. Um, I want to say point, pointing. The guy we drafted, the the young, the literal draft pick that we just did in the- He's awesome. not Wolfsbury, is he? No, no. He, oh. All I'm saying is I'm not I'm not asking him to be paired this year. I'm just saying- I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> the future. Got it. Yes. Our, yes. Perfect. Yes. I thought I was. I'm trying to think. I'm like, there's not a guy like that in Wolfsbury. No. Does he need Ty not. Smith? But Ty Smith has played in the NHL, so I don't know yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. So okay. And that's the guy that I thought was going to beat out P.O. Joseph was Ty Smith. Honestly, so did I. I think. Yeah. Okay. Here's my prediction for the next couple of games. All right. They're going to bring up Ty Smith from Wolfsbury. This is a little tangent, but. Uh, they're going to bring up Ty Smith from Wilkes-Barre and just test him out, right? Maybe sit Chad Ruedel and try Ty Smith out. I think Ty Smith and P.O. Joseph would make a great pairing. That's youth. That's youth. And I think that's good. And who knows? He could probably elevate themselves, like lift each other up, play really good. Did you do some little Googling? You have a yeah, pick, Pickering. 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 Oh, Pickering. Owen Pickering. Pickering. Yes, he's doing pretty good in the what? WHL? OHL. W? WHL? Oh, wow. We looking like a good podcast right now. No. All right. I'll go into my third. It does uh, uh, have to do with the defense, Josh. This is where I get in a little hot takey, hot takey land. Not one of my things have been positive today. I just realized in a Penguins win. I just realized that. Wow. I'm a negative Nancy. Anyway, (laughs) hot take, hot take for me. Do you know what it is? Could you guess? I don't. Well, you mentioned Dumo in the last thing. I'm probably going to say it's something with Dumo. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Yeah. 
Get him out go. of town. Get him out of town. He gets no, his first I, penalty of the year and you're just trading him? No, no. I mean, he, that literally hasn't been doing. The the one penalty he gets is probably the only thing he has done this year. Anyway, uh, no, I love Dumoulin, uh, but he's one of those uh, – He's how do I describe my my love hate relationship with Dumo? It's kind of like having a cousin that you forgot was your cousin. Does that make sense? No, not at all. How do you forget no. your cousins? Well, you forget your cousin's name, maybe. You're like, oh yeah, that's his name, and you're like, that's your cousin. Okay, that's fair. I guess you're like, is he our cousin? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, he's he's Aunt Sharon's kid, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that is our cousin. And then you forget. And that's what that's what Brian Dumoulin is for me. It's like, is he a good defenseman? I I kind I guess. Is he? Kind of. Well, all that being said, that was a, <laughs> a long I apologize. I apologize and, to Sharon's everywhere. But and, and our cousins. <laughs> and our cousins who we do have an Aunt Sharon, so Yeah. Just throwing shade on her. Yeah. Sorry, Michelle, Val. Anyway, see, I remember your names. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) He's just one of those guys that honestly, honestly, he's forgettable. (laughs) All that being said, he's a forgettable player. Um, And I think it's time either he steps up and is not getting outplayed by P.O. Joseph, or uh, he can pack his bags and we can trade for either draft picks or we can trade for some help on the third or fourth line. Is that too crazy to say? It's not too a hot. Bit. A little bit. I don't know. He has not been playing good. And I know it's been like, what, 20 games? But come on. Come on. Oh. You got to step up to the plate. You're on the first line. You're on the first pairing. Play better. We were just I mean, talking are, about. I understand what you're saying. I mean, he did get a demotion already. Um, and he only was brought up on a technicality. Yeah. But You're telling me he played good enough to be on the first line defensively? No, it's just the pairings didn't match up. So he had to get stuck on the first line. Come on. Come on. We're adults. It's a business. You're not playing up to where you should be. Okay, maybe we should be looking for things that are probably better off for us. We have Ty Smith and Wilkesbury ready for the call. I'm just saying. I am just saying. There are opportunities for us to succeed defensively. Is Dumoulin going to be a part of it or not? And if not, then let's let's just cut the umbilical cord and get going. A lot of lot of like familial references. Yeah, I just realized. a little weird. Is it is it some personal? Is it, am I going? I don't to know. Something? I don't, I don't know. know. But with that, let's end our three on three. Let's time. cut the umbilical cord for this. <laughs> yeah, there we go. End it? Are you gonna end it? Oh, I just did. I said that'll do it for. I know, but three. I said I I said oh. a bit over your outro. So right, sorry. Okay, so restarting. That will do it for our three-on-three overtime challenge. Yeah, there you go. Jeepers.
ladies and gentlemen, our TPC beauty of the game, drumroll please, is... Casperi Kapanen. So this one was pretty tough. Uh, we kind of uh, acknowledged it, I think, in the quick game recap. Casperi Kapanen's goal and how much it meant to him and what that meant for his position because he has been a healthy scratch. He just took over Danton Heinen's position in the lineup and Danton Heinen hasn't been performing. Casper Kapanen, we, we all know, has not been performing. For him to get that goal tonight, phenomenal. Great job for him. He he deserves it. He's been playing good, especially tonight. He was flying. He was moving around. Josh, you're a Kapanen lover, so I'm surprised you're a little quiet over there. What did you like about Kapanen tonight? Uh, I, I mean, I love what he is. Like, he is speed. Yeah. You know, he's Lightning McQueen. Uh, sorry, I have kids. We just watched Cars the other night, so it's kind of on my brain. Um, but he... We have so many, like, random references today. <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry. He is speed. Yes. Go for it. Uh, so, like, that's that's the reason why he's on the team still. Yeah. You know, his, his speed... With, you know, obviously his his shot making skills as well, even though they haven't really been on display this year. But yeah. like, you know, a perfect example for the potential that he technically still has is the fact that we were reminded tonight when we were, uh, well, not we, but when the Penguins were honoring Phil Kessel, we traded Kapanen away in order to get Kessel. Like, that was considered a big asset because of his speed and shot-making ability. And his youthfulness, right? Because obviously, Picasso was old. Yeah, sure. Back then, absolutely. But now, he still still has that speed. And there was a play where he came flying down, stopped on on a dime. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the puck didn't go in, but... That's the type he's, of- he's shooting on that. He's shooting on that. He's playing good. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I just hope that he keeps this energy up, keeps going, and he can build off of this and finally live up to the potential. It's a lot to ask after one game, but let's get there. And that is our TPC beauty of the game. All right, the Pittsburgh Penguins' next game is Saturday, December 3rd, against St. Louis Blues uh, at 7 p.m. Josh, are you making the trip? Are you going to go watch the game? Uh, I'm not. Oh, okay. Just thought I'd ask. I'm not. Even though I am in Pittsburgh, I could probably go, but... Oh, Oh, I thought we were in St. Louis. No, no, no. It's a home game. It's a home game. That's why I thought you asked. Like you're asking if I'm going to fly to St. Louis for that game. No, no, that's why I'm asking you to come to Pittsburgh. That's basically what I was asking. Oh, sneak peek, though. Oh, can we make the... It's not really an announcement, but these people don't care. But we do. We're going... The 10th. Against Buffalo. Sabres. Sabres. We're playing the Sabres. Back-to-back playing the Sabres, by the way. Yeah. So we're probably going to get some Casey DeSmith action. Well, we'll see how they game. play it. 
do they put the Smith? Whatever. We'll get to whatever. That. This we'll is not it. even a conversation about it, but we're going to be at the game. Then we're coming back to do a podcast in person, me and Josh. So we usually Josh is in Scranton. I'm in Pittsburgh, but Josh will be in Pittsburgh. So we'll be doing our podcast right next to each other. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't think we've Weird. ever done that. No, it'll be first. Wow, look at that. Season Maybe we'll first. do it live. I don't know. We'll see. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> we're not going to do it live, everyone. We're not. Like, we're just not going to do it live. We're pretty much, pretty much one taking these. Let's do it. I don't know about that. Uh, we'll talk about, about that. You know what? Actually, how about we put a poll in this podcast right now? Should we do a live episode? Not just on the 10th, but... Anytime. Would you like to see a live Well, let's start episode? with the 10th. Let's start with the 10th. Well, that would be our first one. First. But I'm saying, would you like to see a live episode? Say yes or no in the poll. Let us know what you think. Josh, speaking of the beautiful people of the TPC community, where can they find us? What can they do? How can they engage with us? Wow. Well, you just uh, nailed everything there. Uh, wow, mainly... Can't. If they want to engage with us, that would be Twitter at Penn's wow. Collective. Interesting. And you can find our podcast to listen on Apple, yeah. Spotify, Google. Yeah. And while you're there, leave us a review, rate us five stars, subscribe, like, comment, hit it all up. And then yeah. after you do that, wait until our next episode comes out. And do the same thing then. Do the same thing. If you already subscribed, unsubscribe, resubscribe. And then subscribe. But don't forget when you unsubscribe to subscribe again. Yeah. Please don't just leave. After don't you just do unsubscribe that. after that you do that. It hurts our feelings. It does. But. But, yes, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, this wacky episode where we went off the rails so many times. But I think overall it was a pretty good episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode. And as always... Let's go, Pence.